welcome back to go get that rose your bachelor recap recapping week two of mad season of the bachelor season 25 um i'm your host sarah with me as always is my co-host jay wade jay queen b queen b and no we ain't talking about beyonce <laughs> nope no uh all right hey guys i'm happy to be here uh it was crazy last night i feel I'll get it more into this later, but I, I kind of feel, I don't know. I, I really do. I have yet another issue with uh production of uh, go get that or not go get that rose rather a production here is awesome of bachelor. I was like, um, just some really, just some really crappy things. I think that they, how they treat people and, and stuff like that. And yeah. Okay. Um, I'm excited to get into it. Um, let's just dive right in. We're going to cover the, f- the one-on-one dates first because the most of the drama of this episode was our Queen Bee, Victoria. Um, so we're going to cover all the one-on-ones and then just cover everything that has to do with her, which is going to be most of the episode, let's be honest. Um, so let's just jump in. First one-on-one date we have was Brie, who I really liked. Um, I think she's going far. I'm just going to predict it. I think she's... Real quick, was Brie the hot tub girl? Well, there there were two hot tubs, but yes, this oh, one's Brie. Were, okay, uh, we're still in the beginning stages, and where which uh, for me is I don't care enough to uh, try to remember their names, so I, I just like, remember things about them. Uh, you I know, stash hole and things like that. Just you know, smoking. Yeah, and I don't think she has anything yet that is like easy to give her a nickname. She's just super sweet. And um, they were the ones that they did the ATVs. Is that what it's called? They were on the... Uh, yes, yes. And then they flipped. And they rolled it. Yeah. I was like, uh, okay. And then the whole, it off. That's good. Yeah. The whole time he was freaking out like, um, oh, your mom's going to be upset or her mom's going to be upset, which I thought was kind of cute. But I was like, oh, okay. Um, it's right. really interesting seeing him on these dates and not using like normal lingo or stuff like that like it's really refreshing like i really like it that he's just he just seems i feel like he can be himself more than other bachelors because he doesn't really automatically fit into the mold you know what i mean right 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 he's not using all the same terms i mean he regardless of what uh you know what what his background is here as far as his work and stuff like that he's successful um, which obviously, based on his intro, he worked hard to to gain that success. But he doesn't come off as snooty, like he like really a doesn't. He he seems really down to earth. He really does, and I was kind of surprised. I thought he was going to be a little bit more um, conceited. It's not the right word, but kind of conceited. Um, yeah. So Here, yeah. Uh, I, I don't I don't doubt that at all. Kalen says that looked fake as far as the uh, the four wheeler. They were laying way too far away. Think they the like car. rolled. <laughs> I don't I don't know, but it it's production, man. It wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. Do you think they did it on purpose? Do you think they like did something to make it flip? They're to like, be honest, um, either like, yes or if they did not, then that part with them rolling around afterward. Uh, was after medics rushed in because I would imagine the real way it went down if they rolled was as soon as it stopped rolling and they were laying on the ground, medics and people rushed in just to check oh, them yeah. to make sure they're okay. 
But according to what we saw, they rolled it and then they rolled on the ground together, laughing and giggling as if nothing had happened. No, and, I'm and sure like, they. No, that's yeah. not how it went down. If it went down at all, that they rushed and they were like, "Are you guys okay? Whatever." And they're like, "Okay, we're gonna pick up the shot." And it wasn't where the yeah. ATV was or whatever. Um. Yeah. Then they have they go in the hot tub, which we showed the picture of the wood. He had to like cut the wood in the hot tub, which apparently, um, they in Bachelorette for JoJo season, they actually stayed at this hotel and or resort or chateau, whatever it is, and they used the same exact hot tub. Literally, kind of had the same exact date, which I didn't even mm-hmm. realize it. So I was like, oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, when they're in the said- hot. When you said uh, cut the wood, the first thing that popped in my head was cutting the cheese, and I almost tried to make a joke like, at least he didn't cut the cheese while he's in the hot well, tub. Well, I'm glad he didn't, didn't go dirty. Like, I just the, went well, dirty. Yeah, but you but... wouldn't have noticed anyway with the bubbles and everything from the jets. So You're it, right. It you know. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm old, yeah. guys. You young folks, I'm old, dude. So I got, uh, I'm, not, I'm not a dad, but I've got dad joke style mentality. Dad jokes for days. Um, yeah, uh, nighttime portion they had. In the, it was just a really, like, frankly, boring date. Um, the real drama was just cutting back to Victoria in the middle of it. Right. Um, but, I mean, Bree just talked about what they talked about before. They both were raised by their moms, really strong relationship with their moms. It was nice. It was sweet. He seems really in there, and I think she'll go far. Oh, wait, is Bree the pickup truck girl? No, that was Kayla, I oh, believe. Okay. See, yeah, like I said, it, we're we're far too early in this for me. Yeah, Brie was the one. She got out. She was the first one out of the limo, and she was just the one that was like, "Hi, my name's Brie. What's your name?" Like just real chill. Okay, cool. She talked I, about I, how yeah. you kind of no, you don't remember. No, I mean, that, as far as that approach, because we talked before, like that's how if I'm a bachelor, that's how I would want the girls to come at yeah, me, not with all this stupid. Chill stupid production crap and these stupid jokes and stuff just you know hello no, you know, i want I'm all the jokes how are you but you know i want everyone to be dressed up in a costume i want like masquerade yeah. but, like they all have to wear yeah. like a mask and then i have to figure it out on per you know what that's a good idea <laughs> and we never pitched our idea about the two best friends the male oh and female yeah friends, and oh we'll, we'll, we'll save, have to yeah we'll work we'll save on that, that. We yeah. have an idea, Bachelor. Um, yes, yes, we do. <laughs> ABC, call us. Um, anything else about Brie and her date? <laughs> no, like you said, it was boring. I mean, which doesn't mean it was bad. It gives no. potential for the future because yeah. there was nothing bad. There was nothing dramatic. It went well. Um, and so, yeah. I yeah, really like her. To stick around for a while longer. I think so. I think she's really sweet. Just a really sweet person. And um yeah, I like her a lot. Let's talk about the other one on one. So this episode, um, they had two one-on-one dates and one big group date. Normally this early in the season, it's the other way around, one one-on-one, two group dates. But Chris Harrison said since there's so many women that they wanted to help, and Matt's never done this, I wanted to help him like get to know the women faster. Which I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, We'll talk about the group date. But the last one-on-one date was for Sarah, my namesake. Um, and they went up in the airplane, which I think I talked about last week. That would be a dream. She looked terrified. Like, yeah. 
the yeah. whole time. Like they did not look like they were like snuggling and like not. I would have been like looking out the whole time. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know what I don't know wasted. what they're thinking. Uh, they've got they've got Mother Nature down there. The fall colors were amazing. Mm-hmm. It's Pennsylvania, correct? It's Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I've been camping down in the in the the hills and and whatnot in Pennsylvania. It's awesome. Pennsylvania is beautiful. Yes, it is. So yeah, especially around fall. Plus, you're in a plane, and you're you're in a plane where you know you don't have the enclosure. Yeah, you're just out. You can feel the wind. You can yeah. smell everything. You can hear everything. How could you not soak that in? I mean, yes, it's awesome sitting on your lap and you're super hot, but you know. I'm going to pay attention to this shit because this is once in a lifetime. If I end yeah. up with you, I'll be looking oh, at like, <laughs> my life. Stop trying to cuddle with me. I want to look at the, the leaves. Yeah. Stop. You're um, ruining my date. <laughs> <laughs> and the, well, the whole time it keeps coming back to her being like, I don't open up to people, whatever. And we know that she as the audience know that she is the caregiver for her dad, but Matt doesn't know this yet. And um, she opens up on their, the nighttime portion, which I thought was really sweet and really touching. And she starts talking about how she moved home um, to be a caregiver for her dad who has ALS. I think that's what it is. The Lou Gehrig's Lou disease. Yeah. yeah um, disease, which she said was the one that Stephen Hawkins had. And she, when she started to describe like, how hard it is to watch someone like lose their speech and lose their mobility and like all this stuff. It was, I'm getting teared up right now. Like I cannot imagine, like I am super close to my dad. Like I could not imagine or anyone, but I couldn't imagine being in her shoes and watching like my father go through that. Like it was, it was heartbreaking. And, um, I like, I, I'm Matt at one point said, like, I can't understand like why she's here. Like, that really means so much to me that, like, she's taking time away from her dad, who's, like, really sick. Like, she even said, like, he surpassed all the doctor's expectations. He's lived longer than five years. Like, I don't know. It was just, it was it was crazy, and it was nice to kind of hear a different kind of story, kind of like The Bachelorette, where we're getting different um, open-up stories that we don't usually right. see. Uh, I really like her. A lot. And my favorite, well, my favorite part was when Matt said, so what can I do? What can I show you? Like, what can I do to be the type of person that you would want in a partner or something like that? I was like, okay, Matt, like that's impressive. Like it's more than just like, you guys are here to date me. Like, what do you want in your partnership? Like having those real conversations. Yeah. Um, yeah which we've talked about before. There's a huge, I mean, whether or not they have those conversations, we don't know about it because if they do, they edit them out. But i that's what I think are the interesting things. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, if you're supposed to try to be uh, figuring out who you want to be with and who you want to marry and whatnot, uh, those are the things that are more interesting to talk about as opposed to so-and-so's picking on me and shit like that. It's yeah. just... I I just I wanted the real stuff, and as far as real, that's what I mean. The yeah, the the things that matter, the intimate, the small details. Do you want children? Uh, you know, religious things because those things matter these days. Sadly, um, you know, just because you have to connect on a lot more and higher levels than just we're both on this show and we both would like to find love. That is nowhere at all 
uh, yeah. to start a, a relationship on any level, let alone one that, that ends in potential marriage. Yeah, especially if Matt does end up with her, like, he's going to be her partner. Like, he's going to have to walk alongside her, go through and, like, go through that and be a part of that family. You know what I mean? So, like, that is very important as well for him to know, like, yeah, you know what I mean? I don't know. I didn't want that to sound bad. Like, I just think that's important stuff that, like, he's going to have to, like, be there and understand, like, oh, she has a lot now that I'm going to have to also be her partner. And, um, but yeah, it's like, we're saying like all those important conversations that you need to have <laughs> before yeah. you get married. Yeah, it, it, and, you know, and I've said this too, also that for me, like if I were there, they, the conversations they would see me having is like, do you like star Wars? Uh, what are your favorite kinds of movies? Who's your favorite bands? What concerts have you seen live? Um, you know, think like interests, uh, yeah. in life uh, that, that, that bring you happiness or, or move you in, in some sort of emotional way. Those are the things that I find interesting. Those are the things that you, that, that you would see if I were on that show, um, which, which brings me to hashtag Jay Wade for bachelor because fat there guys is. deserve love too. Um, th- they talk about all being all inclusive and whatnot. And uh, that's great that we've got our first Black Bachelor now, which although it should have been Ivan, uh, but hopefully next time around we well, will get him. Mike, but... Yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, guys, we need to to get real people on there. We need to get real, average, everyday uh, uh, slobs on there like me. Let's be honest. So hashtag Jay Wade for Bachelor because fat guys deserve. You're Thank right. You. And you're right. We do need some sort of uh, patriotic music going on in the background. Do, do, do. We really do. Maybe put like an eagle like behind you, like the screen on the screen. Like... Eagle. <laughs> oh wait. That's um, anything about Sarah? Anything else about Sarah? She got the rose. I didn't share. Here's no, this picture. I didn't share. Oh, it's blurry. <laughs> I don't know. She's fine. Uh, like I said, uh, these people. It's. Uh, this show is kind of like basketball for me. It it only matters at the end of the game. Like the last five minutes is the only part that matters. Uh, the rest of it it just does not matter. And even, even the last five minutes of a basketball game doesn't matter unless it's a close game. So I don't care. Ask me how I feel about Sarah in three weeks. If she's still around. Yeah, we'll see. We did see at the end of the episode that Sarah, um, passed out, almost fainted. I don't really know what was going on. Um, And that's how it ended. Spoiler alert. That's how the episode ended with Sarah on the ground saying she's going to pass out. So, but there's a lot more to get to before we get to the rest of it. uh, I got to check my notes before we get to the rest of it. Guys, there's a show coming out on Disney Plus that we're not a part of called um, WandaVision, but we are a part of the WandaVision recap show here on Mercury Movie Blog. You can find it live. Um, it's called Oh, What a Marvel. And we're starting this Friday at 6.30 uh, p.m. EST, Eastern Standard Time. Um, and it's me and Jay and some of our other friends, Sean and Dean. And we're going to be recapping the episodes every week until that's the end of it. So you'll get two times a week seeing me and Jay 
talking about stuff. So yeah, and wait till you meet Sean, and then you throw Dean in there, and who knows what the hell is going to happen? Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be fun. We're going to be talking about romance on this show and romance possibly on uh, WandaVision. So it's called Oh, What a Marvel. Make sure you see us there, here on this channel. It's super easy. Um, okay, let's get into the drama. Yes. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lordy. Okay, we're just going to start back at the beginning. Now <laughs> I feel I, I forgot all about the Beyonce Queen Bee thing. And now that you threw that in there, now I feel the need to put it in a disclaimer, like, like I, you know, like not Beyonce, dude, not Beyonce. That, we are not the, trashing not, Beyonce. Do not come for yeah. us for trashing Beyonce. Yes, Jay Z, I got nothing against you or your lady, man. We love so, Beyonce. Uh, no, I, All right. I didn't say that. I just said I ain't got nothing against them. Let's talk about Victoria. Um, yeah. As we know, last week I was like, I love her. She's hilarious. She's so funny. <laughs> I quickly flipped as soon as she opened her mouth. Literally, okay, I just want to set a little behind the scenes. Um, they filmed the first night late into the night, and that's why, like, in the more it's early, early morning when they get done. That's why the sun is usually up. Like, they film all night long. So that day they go back to the rooms or hotels that they were quarantining in, whatever, pack up their stuff. Normally they'll move into the mansion, not the case, but then they have that day as a rest day moving in. So it doesn't start like the next day. Like they have a day or two in between for them to like move in and get their roommates and stuff like that. So Victoria's really just been with these girls for like a day or two. <laughs> so they go into the chateau, whatever. And I don't remember how many girls were left. We started with 32. I think there's like 26 or seven, maybe. I don't really know. Um, math. Uh, so they're all sitting there in this gorgeous hotel in this big room. We find out they have roommates. Um, I, I'm guessing all of them are makes paired no up. no sense whatsoever. I mean, that other than no the drama, which it definitely <laughs> provided drama. Yeah, I think that's really what it was. I think it's yeah. for the drama because, I mean, so... Already, like, they're just sitting on the couch or whatever. And already Victoria is, like, <laughs> they find out Brie gets a date, whatever. She literally says, like, I'm tired of you girls already. And it's only the first day. And I was, like, oh, no. She's one of, like, this is not an act. Like, she's one of these girls. Like, she told them that she's tired of all of them. Um, that they're all just like fake and rude, and they're like, Well, we're jealous. And she's like, I'm not jealous, I just want to be on the date. And people are like, That's what jealousy is. Like, you are jealous. Um, she's just not a nice girl. <laughs> Kaylin Kaylin says, I hope Victoria steps on a Lego. Wonder oh how many God. of the other girls in there have had that thought already. <laughs> I I thought, like, oh, it was uh I, okay, I thought she was going to be kind of like Corinne, which I said last week. Like, Corinne says these, like, crazy things, and Victoria is trying to say, like, crazy catchphrases. So I think she's trying to take a book and, like, like Demi um, just says random stuff. But the thing with them is, like, Demi was nice to the other girls. The other girls loved her. She made friends. Corinne, a lot of the girls, like, she was nice and had friends. I don't think Victoria is friends with any of the girls in the house. Like, it doesn't seem like any of them like her. Like, she just seems like... And I hate the thing, like, they all will say, like, 
this isn't a sorority. We're not here to make friends. That sounds just like, <laughs> we're not here to make friends. And it's like, well, you kind of have to make friends. Like that's- You don't have to. I mean, you're, you're you not there to make to. friends, but you can still be respectful and civil. And I mean, dude, here, I'll even say this. You cannot, you can, you cannot make friends with someone and still even enjoy their company. It is possible to enjoy company with someone that you have no interest with being friends with. It's just, yes. it's a matter of how you, how you think about it and how you approach, approach it, you know? Yes, um, but I uh, feel like in this bubble, it's different right, because if girls right. that aren't, cause if, this has happened in past seasons um, where there are girls that are just not making friends. They're not being like right out rude, but they're not being friends with the other girls in the house. Those girls will go back to Matt or the lead or whatever and turn it around and be like, well, that girl's weird. Victoria's, um, there's something weird about Victoria because like, we've tried to be nice to her. We've tried to talk to her and she's just rude. And then that ends up biting them in the ass, all everyone in the ass later. But you know what I mean? Like it does pay to be friendly and be nice and make friends with the other contestants so they don't like sell you over as quick as they can. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a red flag that a girl cannot say anything nice about another or any person can't say anything else nice about anyone else. Like the whole, everything she says is just like the, even later on when they were all like, Oh, I wish I was on the date with the fireworks. And she's like, see, you all were mean to me earlier. <laughs> and they're like, no one was mean to you. And then she's just like, you guys are crazy. Like that's her first. She's right. always like defending herself. So you said in our message, like, she's really insecure, which yeah, I think, obviously. I think she has body image issues, um, which that's a huge accusation to throw out. But I think she, well, she, she does said things that, that have made me think that it's not, yeah. I've not, you know, it's not like, you know, we're sitting here, like, just making assumptions, uh, you know, or judges or based on judgments or anything. Yeah. It, I'm saying this because she has said things. She um, said to, allude to Matt to that. what she was insecure. Like when she like opened up to Matt, she was like, I have these insecurities. Like, am I going to look fat in this dress? Or right. like that was her thing she opened up about, which kind of led me to be like, oh, she has body image issues. Like she is. And the whole time, like, I mean, I play with my hair too a lot, but I feel like girls that like, when they're really talking, they're like really conscious of how they look. Like that the whole time she's talking to Matt, she's like, Yeah, like you could tell she's fixing her dress, like she's fixing her hair. Like you yeah. can tell, like she just really wants to look perfect and look a certain way. And and there's nothing wrong with wanting to look nice, but like I think it comes from a sense of insecurity. And especially since like her whole thing with Marilyn. So Marilyn was the girl that was her roommate. We have pictures of them. Let's just bring it up. Um <laughs> Oh, goodness. And her um, dress is so, so horrendous. Oh, we'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> but even, like, the whole issue with Marilyn at the end of the episode was, like, she started freaking out because Marilyn came back with a flower from Matt, and that's when Victoria spiraled. And then she was going around to everyone being like, Marilyn is so mean to me. Marilyn is so rude. And all the other girls are like, I haven't seen that. Like, right, and right. even just watching Marilyn, like, she does not seem like that type of person. She just seems kind of sweet and naive. And you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. a mess. <laughs> She's just, she, and, and, and all right, uh, uh, Victoria, Queen Bee, 
She she is a, a very, very disgustingly ugly person, and her looks have zero to do with that. It's her it's personality. Her it's yeah, her personality. But, but that's why, at the same time, I mean, I don't feel like a whole ton of sympathy for her, but I yeah. understand, and to a degree I can relate, that the reason she's acting out the way she is, and she is so ugly on the inside is because she's so hurt on the inside. Yeah. And she's that's so the only insecure. way she can make herself feel any kind of better is by putting others down. But but yeah. then again, even while she's doing that, and that's understandable, we also need to remember, unless she's completely insane, um, when, when she goes to bed at night and replays all of these things that she does and says, she deep down, she knows that, that that's what she's doing and that's why she's doing it. And that hurts her even more. And it's mm -hmm. a vicious cycle. If what I said is true, I feel sympathy for her to a degree and I can relate. But it, the only other option is she is just a flat out bitch, uh, she which just is doesn't very, realize it. very possible. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I think, I think I felt that way. Like, oh, she's just super insecure. And that's really where it's coming from is a place of her until the end argument with her and Marilyn where I was like, no, she's just a bitch. Like she might have that, but she's just rude. Like everything she yeah. says to the girls, like Demi said some mean stuff. Corinne said some mean stuff, but a lot of it was like just joking and right. took it, took the wrong way. Like her stuff is just rude. Like just, she's like tearing down these girls. Like you're, she keeps calling Marilyn like a psycho and crazy and all this stuff, which I, they were roommates, and then she left because she was like, "She's crazy. She's a psycho. She's a she's yeah. bullying me," which is like, "She's not bullying you." Um, and then she ends up sleeping on the couch, which is <laughs> hilarious. I wonder if they ever give her a room. Probably not. I don't think they would give I, her. <laughs> I hope. I hope from time to time uh, throughout this season, at night, we just keep seeing her. On the couch. Her making her bed on the couch the entire season. <laughs> She's like, can you guys be quiet? I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> yeah, and it, but I also want to hear her ask production for a room, and oh and them deny her and her. I mean, we see her talk to a producer. And yeah, I thought about that too. I was like, man, is that shady? Don't see. Like how Because I mean, that was like, was she under the impression that because she was talking to a producer that that was all like off the record? Because she was saying some hard shit about them girls and calling them bitches and stuff. And, and I was like, She's like so, they're all idiots. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, I'm like, like okay, so like, was, how does that work? Like, and I assume that they, they're like, they're telling producers, you know, go talk to them, see if you can get them to say some stuff, you know. But yeah. the person that they're talking oh, yeah. to is probably standing there like, oh, this right now is not a part of the show because everybody else is over there and I'm over here by myself with the producer, you know, but I don't know. Kaylin said, I feel sorry for the producers who have to deal with her. So like, I know, and I don't know. I know for the bachelor, like I think there's a couple different producers and they each get like a group of girls and they're the ones that they go and confide in and like get them to ask them the questions and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I have to imagine she knew that, like, this was going to be recorded. Maybe she didn't think they would air it because, like, they don't really ever air stuff right. like this.
from the producers. They did a lot with Claire. <laughs> they showed a <laughs> lot of Claire talking to producers. But um, yeah, she was saying like the one part I remember was she she was like complaining about it and she said yeah and the girls said um it's just day one and she was like yeah i know it's just day one and they're like don't you think this is going to be your downfall and she said she goes uh do you guys not know me and that's where i'm like this girl's drama this is my kingdom and that is my king yeah so let's talk about the group date we had 18 girls on this group date that's the biggest group date i think they've ever had that's when they did that when they kept reading the names off i knew it was like like another dodgeball type situation where they would split them in half have some sort of competition and half of them leave i knew it right away so they started out with um a wedding photo shoot we have franco back who shot the photos of zach and taisha who have his own show dude (laughs) which okay so a couple years ago on nick vial season they did the same almost the same exact date where with franco where they first group date um they assigned them like different brides that they were like one was like a shotgun wedding bride one was the 80s bride um and then some of them were bridesmaids that was a huge date too and he shot them and the villain corinne of that one she was in the pool with nick and she took off her bikini top and had him like grab her boobs and like all this stuff in front of all the girls yeah it was it was it's one of my favorite dates (laughs) but but that was like fun i mean she was wait did he actually grab her boobs yeah she was like janet jackson no 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 if any of those like, other ladies had any class whatsoever, one, they wouldn't be ladies, and two, they would have left right there. They were all they would have left right there on the spot. Well, so Nick kind of has a had a reputation. Um, I would love to do like a history recap of Nick Vial, one of my favorite bachelors. Um, but he had a reputation of being like the bad boy that likes sex. Um and um that's a whole other story. But he was really trying to turn that around and for his season. And he's talked about it now. Like, he did not like that she did that. And she was very sexual the whole time on the season. Mm-hmm. And he often talked about how he just did not like how sexual she was because he was trying to get rid of that, like, rep- reputation that he had. Um, but anyway, so that's what it kind of – I was like – it kind of reminded me of, like, oh, maybe Victoria will do something – trying to be fun or whatever, but no. <laughs> um, so I'm going to backtrack what you were talking about earlier about um, uh, being inclusive of all shapes and body sizes and stuff like that. I saw a TikTok earlier with this girl saying that what really struck her was the fact that all 18 of these women could find dresses that fit them on one rack like there's only like one size for all of these girls like that's all that they needed and she was like that like the average size of an average woman i think she said was like 18 dress size and these girls are like twos and fours and sixes which there's nothing wrong with that but like yeah that's i guess that's kind of a problem that 18 girls can all find the same dress (laughs) that just right right it's done perfectly like there isn't there isn't uh there wasn't going to be that worry of some girl being like this isn't going to fit me um which is an issue let's get real realer women yeah. looking on the show uh but yeah also i had told you i had mentioned earlier that i really do have an issue uh 
with production and stuff as far as like their treat their actual treatment of people and their feelings and emotions and stuff. Um, and yeah, uh, the, the whole hashtag J Wade for Bachelor thing, like I make a lot of fun out of that. But I mean, if you strip away the fun part of it, I am being serious. Like it, it does irk me that that there are no real average everyday people on that show. But yeah. all that yeah. stuff aside, um, Matt here, Matt's new to this. He's never been on Bachelor before or any of the shows. Um, he, he, this this process is very new for him, and like whether or not it's a game show and all that stuff, no, no matter how this is approached or by who, the fact is that people really do get emotionally invested. I can, I, I mean, I, I talk a lot of smack about it. I would never fall in love with someone after 30 days on this kind of thing, but I, I can very well see me becoming emotionally uh, attached to maybe more than one person. I, I understand yeah. that can happen. And with him, this being his first go round, I mean, it just, I was sitting there wondering how, uh, how he must've felt as the season progressed. And like, it, it's like literally they threw him in the deep end of the pool and he don't know how to swim. And then they let sharks in the pool. I mean, I can't imagine how, how emotionally, uh, hurtful and painful some of this stuff must have been for him having to deal with the all this drama and the the she said she said stuff and like i i just feel bad for the guy man he's never but been I mean, in this like, kind of situation before and yeah but he signed up for uh, it like yeah but i mean he, it's, it's still he signed it's, up to be on the bachelorette and then he agreed to be the bachelor after having probably tyler tell him about it and hannah and he could have gone back and watched the shows and they see, have like, to make it worse though is my thing i don't think this me, is worse than anything i've ever seen though but to me i mean i can to me throughout through throughout the show I, I pick up things that I'm like, that to me, I think looks like production steered it in that direction. And that's what I mean. As like, far it's as already conversations? Me, I, just, I don't know. I, like, I, I just think these people, I just think that, that I don't want to say these people, but the behavior that I see from these people, uh, to me, I find a lot of it disgusting. And, and uh, I just don't. I just don't like it, man. A lot of it, uh, like on a personal level, the way it makes me feel, I just don't like it. You but, mean the behavior I that mean, you see you from the contestants? They signed up for it, so is that what you mean? Like how What's the that? girls? You mean like how the girls like interact with each other, or like their behaviors? Is that what you don't like? Or is all of that? That and the way it just this show is just like. It's hypocritical. It's it's sexist. It's sexualized oh, yeah. beyond max. It's just there. And you grew up the same as I did, like uh, in a Christian household, going to church and whatnot. Um, it just and not to say that my morals are any better than anyone else's, but for me, to my moral structure a lot of it is too much. I'm very liberal with my morals. And as far as what people do for themselves, I don't care. But when, when I see things, it still makes me think I still have opinions on them. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And my opinion on a lot of these things is just gross. Like a lot of the behavior and the, the, especially the fantasy suite sleeping with multiple people over 
it just it I just it's gross to me. I'm so like I don't think those people are bad people or anything. Dude, get your rocks off. I don't care, but I still think it's gross. It's just that's me. It's, it's okay. Just, it's disgusting behavior in my opinion, but that uh, the reason I don't but know. But that's man. the I'm show. Trying not, I'm trying not to be rude. It just I'm like I Okay, I don't know what to say. Like, okay, <laughs> these, are, it's just, these are not the kind of people I would be interested in dating. I, I'm not into. I'm just not. I'm not into showing up to meet a guy for the first time half naked, wearing your bra and panties. Um, I'm not interested in in chicks that run around calling everybody else bitches and starting shit. I just. I don't. But that's just, the show. <laughs> I know, but it, and, and I know that's not what you would before. want. Is it a reality show like they say it is, or is it a scripted show? It's a little bit of both, which makes it's it even worse. Scripted reality of. TV, like it's it's anyway, a guilty pleasure I'm, I'm show. Right <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll argue about the morals of this show another time. Um, yeah, I think when you first not saying it's your first time watching it but i think like the more you watch it the more you just kind of get into the routine of like every it's literally everything is scripted yeah. every you know what i mean this script is not the right word season of shows i've seen so i mean i'm yeah. still very fresh but like every season has its beats to a t like first couple episodes this like people have fainted before you know what i mean like everything that happens isn't new mm. like nothing's new there are produced into situations to get reactions out. What they say isn't scripted, but it is like produced to be a certain way. You know what I mean? Like there's always going to be a villain. Yeah. There's always going to be the one that's set up to be the perfect wife. There's always going to be a curveball. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's just how, the show is and they just put people and, and, in there no, and no wonder no one has ever really stayed married from this show what two people two There's couples couple. have stayed married so well, whatever the, yeah well we can deep dive into the the that'd be interesting to talk more just about the franchise as a whole instead of like per episodes I'm um, totally but let's get into <laughs> let's get back to the episode so only I don't know. Only like half of them actually get pictures with Matt. Uh, they all have to find a dress, whatever. Yeah. Take pictures with Matt. Um, Kaylin says something earlier, which I want to talk about. We were talking about the cocktail party um, with Victoria and the dress that she was wearing, and her bra strap was. Um, oh my gosh! Out. Oh my so, gosh! Kaylin oh says, gosh, and her effing bra sorry, was always Sarah. showing, Sarah. even in the wedding dress. So wait, wait, wait. So, <laughs> so I first realized that in the wedding dress, where I was like, "Girl, you were the only one that like her boobies were popping out." Which I mean, she knew what she had, so she was trying to use that to her advantage. <laughs> but like, you could see her little black just enough, and I was like, "Okay, like maybe no one tried to like fix it or whatever." Then when it happened again at the cocktail party with her whole bra, I was like, "Oh no." Um, people were going hard on her. Like, people were seriously, like, going rude. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> Boobie. <laughs> I feel really, I feel really stupid, Sarah. Why? 
because I talked about this. I talked about this for a very long time, and and I forgot. So, you forgot about what? Back to the vagina tail parties. Woohoo! No, baby. <laughs> as soon as you said cocktail party, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's I all. Thought a- you were, I thought you were upset. Party now about the brawl because he's upset about the vagina tail. Yes. Sorry, that was that was a good point, Caitlin. I'm sorry, but I mean, dude, the vagina tail party's back. I'm all about it. That's awesome. All right, cool. Sorry, go ahead. Moving on. I, I, can't I forgot about that. I'm I railed on it for months. Um, so Caitlin said, I think she was trying to be Carrie Bradshaw, but she failed. Um, I know that's a Sex in the City um, reference. I don't know what that means, but yeah, I'm sure she did fail. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so her brawl just kept showing the whole night which i was like okay uh which i've never seen before on any reality <laughs> so, so i don't know what, what were they dressed up for for um when they were dressed up for the date i'm not saying that when they were dressed up for the date and the wedding dresses no, like the group when all the, the people first. are together and they're having um, drinks and stuff at the party at the at before the, the rose ceremony party at the what the, <laughs> the, Say it. the party. what Come on, say the, it. What? The cocktail party. Oh. I'm not saying it. Okay, let's finish talking about this group date. Goodness, we're all over the place. Um, That's me. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm in a mood. I'm I'm kind of No, it's okay. Us. I got my wine. <laughs> um, anyway, so we <laughs> we had um oh um goodness. So they're taking the pictures. Victoria, of course, interrupts, and it was super awkward and so uncomfortable. Yeah. And she was like, "The royal wedding is here." And Franco's like, "What?" <laughs> he is not picking up <laughs> on it, which yeah. was hilarious. Yeah. She like full on makes out with him, and it was so uncomfortable. And I, she was like, "That was the best passionate makeout." And I was like, "Girl, it looked terrible." Also, I, I don't like kissing shots. Like, I don't want to see people making out. Right. It's super uncomfortable. It's um so stop please then chris harrison pops out and is like just kidding this is not the day and matt and franco are both kind of like what i think franco was like why am i here if i'm not here to shoot these wedding pictures like it was really weird um, i think it was because they needed a reason to get them into wedding dresses yeah it was that was dumb like they should have let them dude, all I can imagine the pitch meeting like somebody's just like and they're in california so weed's legal there so they're just sitting in the office like or zoom meeting hey uh what if uh what if we have them all in wedding dresses and they like getting in a mud fight or, or paintball or something like they get messy and dirty in the dresses <laughs> i like that's how that came about they played capture and then they the heart figure out a reason to get them into the dresses that's in comes true. the photographer they could have just gotten them in wedding dresses like they didn't need the photographer <laughs> like maybe they saw agree. no i don't know it doesn't make sense um they play capture the heart split into two teams it does they're like there's no rules it makes absolutely no sense um they're splattering paint they're throwing cake they're hitting each other with purses it was nuts um yeah, and of course, it's your classic, like, we need to get the group down from 18 and split it in half so the losing right. team goes home, the winning team stays. And then out of nowhere, they have, like, the most vulnerable play, the MVP 
which I was like, this wasn't introduced to us that this was an option. Um, so Mari gets that. Um, yeah. And then they have the night cocktail party. The only really interesting stuff was, uh, yeah, them in all their dresses with the paint. It was, it was a kind of a mess state. Like there's just too right. many concepts thrown out. Franco at one point gets up and starts taking pictures, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> like he's just out when, there. Like, when are they gonna? When are they gonna uh, uh, do this equality thing? And um, and have, have them play strip have dodgeball. The ladies have to strip <laughs> if they lose. And I'm not talking undies. I mean, <laughs> moving on, like the men had to do. No, um, yeah, See, that's so... another problem, and and that's not a pervy thing. I'm just saying, like, why are we have these freaking? Because ah! it's the Bachelor, Jay, and yeah, they had a referee um, who just sat in the chair <laughs> the whole time. Uh, we love, um, yeah. Okay, so Victoria opens up at night, I guess, about being insecure, kind of. She's like, I'm not always so positive or so secure or confident. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh-huh. Um, then we had Janessa. Jan- that's not her name. I don't know what the girl's name is, but she's talking about how she- there's always infidelity in her relationships and in her mat makeout. Um, honestly, the only drama on that nighttime group date, like, there really wasn't that much. It was just kind of Victoria at the end because a girl named Lauren, who I have no idea who she was, uh was talking about her faith which um see i know i'm sorry i got distracted i know the name i don't know how to pronounce it (laughs) is it janessa oh it's jacinia yeah i keep saying janessa for some i don't know why jacinia got it thank you jersey oh Um, wow that's rude uh yeah Uh, so laura what, what is it? What is it? Milk? Milk? Shut, shut up. Hello? So, what do you use at night? So Lauren is talking about faith and how that's important for her. And Matt said that he's never really led in a relationship, letting like the other person know that like faith was really important to him. Um, I think it's cool that we're having these kind of conversations. And yeah. she gets the group date rose and victoria is pissed and she's like did you know you were gonna get it uh the thing i did like about that though is that he i guess not knowing how the group dates work he took um lauren into the other room and then gave her the rose kind of like what he did with the first impression instead of doing it normally they'll do it in front of everyone but he like took her aside and i thought that was really sweet i really like that um good for you matt changing up the (laughs) changing up yeah yeah um okay and then we'll just finish up with the vagina tail party oh that felt wrong (laughs) that felt so dirty yes yes she said it guys Woo! that's awesome um kaylin said in regards to talking about religion she said i'm glad that you're talking about this now and not after the boom boom (laughs) uh cough cough ivan cough cough uh yeah that's i feel like Matt led with his faith and being religious and a Christian right off the bat, like when you start to pray. So I think that's why these right. conversations are coming up sooner um, than maybe with Tasha. Not a knock on Tasha, I'm just saying. I think that's why. And I right. think a lot of I think a lot of these girls they casted probably are really religious. I think we said that last week. Um, and so I think that's probably why they already knew that about Matt. And that's why they're 
open to talk about this kind of stuff so quickly. Um, so the real drama, we kind of already talked about it, was Marilyn didn't get a date at all, which she kind of rubbed me the wrong way when she was talking to Matt and she sounded super desperate. And she was like, do you not like me anymore? <laughs> I was like, oh, girl, girl calm down. I just met you. <laughs> she was like, I'm not on a date. Do you not like me? <laughs> and he was like, actually... I remember that your favorite flower is an orchid, which I was like, that is so produced. Like, I'm sure the producer right. came up and was like, hey, her favorite flower is an orchid. And he's like, got it. Um, and the producer's start- like, and here's some orchids and- to get to. <laughs> to start the drama, because as soon as she sets that down, um, as soon as she sits, like, puts the flower out, Victoria loses it and she starts going like she's so toxic i'm just gonna try and talk like victoria all the time she is so toxic (laughs) and is literally going up to every other girl just saying like she's so toxic she's like i wasn't gonna bring this up to matt but she's just so toxic which i'm like what did she do like what did she do to you so she starts talking to matt and of course matt is just like well victoria has always been open and honest with me so why would she be lying? And it's like, she's lying. She's lying. Which is entertaining to watch because we know as the viewer right. that she is lying. And but Matt how does can not, see, not it. see her personality sucks. I don't understand. <laughs> because when, when they're making, like, he does not seem like he likes her. Like, he doesn't seem enamored by her. Like, he seems like he's just like, girl, you're just here because the producers want you here. Like, <laughs> right, right. so that's why I don't understand why he is really like i have to get to the bottom of this and then when marilyn's like that's not true i don't know what she like looking at marilyn uh caitlin said marilyn seems very insecure and she seems like a mope you're saying that about marilyn seems like <laughs> I feel this. <laughs> i'm on the same page like i feel like if you look at marilyn you'd be like this type of girl wouldn't start confrontation. <laughs> like, right, right. This girl would not be toxic. Like, unless maybe she really is. And we don't know. She could be a completely different person. We don't know. Um, yeah. And then the weirdest, this is the moment where I was like, no, Victoria is just a bitch because Marilyn comes out to her and it was like, I want to, Matt told me that you said, negative things about me and i want to talk to you about this can we just go outside away from everyone and she was like no you can sit right there because it's cold and i'm not going outside and yeah. i was like oh my god there was no compromise and the whole time she's like can i sit like marilyn was super nice i'm like can i sit here like asking her i would have just sat down i wouldn't have cared right right and she's like can i sit?" and she's like no i don't want to sit next to you and i'm like why <laughs> like and it's so funny because the whole time in the the interviews victoria's like i'm gonna keep talking like her. she's like she's just, she's just so fake and i'm an empath and it's just all her energy is so toxic <laughs> i did i challenge you to talk that way for one entire day to your husband honestly so when this is a tangent but when i was into acting and stuff like that those type of girls were my favorite characters to play because they're just so much fun and that's why it blows my mind that this is not a character (laughs) like that's how she is in real life and that is very scary um also the fact that she called herself an empath i'm like girl i am an empath like you are not an empath like you can't use that as an excuse (laughs) like wild um yeah, so she basically interrupts Marilyn and was like, thank you for apologizing, <laughs> but 
we're on two different pages. Um, I don't think I can talk like that every episode, just saying. Um, yeah. She's like, we're on two different pages. And then she goes, <laughs> I'm tired of this conversation. It's it's stressing me out or something. I don't know. And she just leaves. And I'm like, girl, you're not helping your case. <laughs> like, that's what the thing no, is. Like, it. I just don't. She was just very rude to her. And it's just like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I think that's it. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I, I was literally exhausted after watching yeah. this episode and watching her. And I'm like, she is probably like the worst person I've ever seen. <laughs> like, yeah, she, yeah, she's absolutely terrible. Because it's not, it doesn't come from a place of like, I think she's trying to be like, I'm entertaining. Like, I'm going to be the villain and people are going to love me and I'm going to be funny like Corinne. But she's just rude and says really mean things. And she's just always just like, I'm so great. And I'm, she's so manipulative and toxic. Meanwhile, she's going around to every single girl being like, did you hear what Marilyn did to me? And it's like, what do you? And all the girls are like, no, she didn't do that. She didn't do anything to you. Uh. I'm not a fan of Queen of Queen Bees, Nate. Not Queen at all. Bee. Um, I would like to say she'll be gone sooner than later, no. but I, I think they'll keep her around like two more episodes, and people they'll kick her off. Um, once they start getting rid of people, and I don't know who the new villain will be. Um, I have a few. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, my brain's shutting down as we talk because I'm just so over Victoria. Uh, yep. So, Jay Wayne, until next week and until this Friday when we recap uh, 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 WandaVision, where can the people... Um, <laughs> going to get that tattooed. Where can the people um, follow you? Y'all can follow me on the Twitter, if you would like, at jwade1134. That's the letter J-W-A-D-E-1134. While you're over there, also please follow uh, at the Jcast Network. Um, uh, I do a show over there, just started, called Speaking of Schmodown. For those of you who may be familiar with the movie trivia, Schmodown, uh, check that out. And uh, yeah, and like Sarah said, we'll see you Friday. Uh, for the WandaVision uh, recap show. Looking forward to that very much. So, um, I just want to say, oh, I, I miss it. Kaylin said, I love your tat, Sarah. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, okay, I'm going to do my plugs, but I'm going to try and do it as Victoria. Ready? <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Um, you guys can follow me on Twitter at S-S-E-A-B-O-C-K. And you can follow this show at Go Get That Rose. I forgot what this was called. At Go Get That Rose, the same Twitter handle. And you can also follow this show on Merc with a Movie Blog feed at Movie Blog Merc. Um, and you can see me on the, <laughs> I can't look at you, on Oh What a Marvel this Friday on the Merc with a Movie Blog feed right here. That's the end of our show. We'll see you next week recapping episode three. Bye.